Super Sleuths. I'm Karen. Hi, and I'm Kelly. And welcome to It's a Clue, a faux crime comedy podcast for amateur sleuths like us. This is our reading list episode number two. And just like our first reading list episode, this is basically just us giving you your homework assignment for the next month, should you choose to read along with us. No pressure. Uh, I would say some pressure. <laughs> mean a little as much pressure as you want to accept into your (laughs) life at this point i i think that's fair it is you are correct reading along is of course optional and we will kindly or annoyingly give you a super short plot recap in every episode as we have been doing so if you really don't want to read 70 million nancy drew books with us you won't feel left behind I, I kind of feel like you might want to read 70 million Nancy Drew books along with us, though. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to do it, you should all do it, too. <laughs> it is now mandatory. Oh, it's just, true. <laughs> just like a Liz Lemon party. Uh, sorry for the extra stress, but here it is. <laughs> this escalated quickly. Um, it did. A question for you. Now that we've gotten several books under our belt what was your favorite yes. so far i i know they say not to choose favorites in life but we all do and you're required to so what was your favorite <laughs> i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with uh i mean the westing game would be would be cheating so of the three nancy drews i'm yes. going to say that my favorite was the hidden staircase i sure. agree that was my favorite as agree? well yeah, yeah like there was no way it was gonna be <laughs> <laughs> the old clock. No. I was really bummed that the bungalow mystery wasn't my favorite after all of the... I know, there was so much buildup. <laughs> it was like all self-created hype, but I, I really wanted to love that book. I know. <laughs> I know. I, I will say that of all of the books, I think I I think the bungalow mystery provided the most learning opportunities for me. In what way? And that I now know what a bungalow is. <laughs> That is fair. And, you know, that one was the, I think you said this in the episode, it was the wildest, like there were car explosions and it was the the high, the highest yes. budget Nancy that we have encountered so far. So yes, that like if that were a movie, like Michael Bay would direct that movie. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, there would have to be a multi-million dollar budget for that movie. Now, The Hidden Staircase they they just you know pick a mansion with two trees in the front you know twin twin trees (laughs) twin trees (laughs) um Uh, yeah how psyched are you for our books we're about to announce because i cannot wait i'm super psyched i should say how how psyched are you are you super psyched i i i like immediately (laughs) wanted to retract my statement i'm very psyched for one of them i am very terrified for one of them and i have no thoughts to share on the other two (laughs) so so like you are an average amount of psyched once you average out all of your anxiety plus excitement yeah i'm just like coasted just neutral a cool zero over here (laughs) 
Yeah. Well, with that uh, exciting recommendation of a neutral excitement <laughs> from Karen. <laughs> I'm such a good hype man. I crushed it. <laughs> you, yes, you are. You do not have a future in public relations, my friend. And then I got um, fired from the podcast. <laughs> Listen, neither neither do I. I'm like, everybody should just stay home. Like, that's my level of PR and marketing. I'm like, you should just stay home. It'll it'll be better in the end. That's where your ice cream is. You know, totally. It's where my ice cream is. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm super psyched about these next books. I mean, I gotta say, I'm really jazzed about Lilac Inn. And only 75% of that is due to how excited I am for you to freak out about it. Oh, I already am. Like, I have been processing this <laughs> since I saw the cover. And I don't know. I'm really hopeful that my fretting will all be for naught. But I, I don't think it is. I, I really you, felt like... You definitely should not watch the new show then. The new Nancy Drew show? Yeah, it is 100% ghosts. Oh, what? No. Uh-uh. All, all ghosts all the time. I'm out. I'm out. I'm not doing it. Ugh. Well, no, sorry. Now, so you all are aware now, the next book, Nancy Drew and the Mystery at Lilac Inn. Um, I also volunteered to be the the leader of this one. I'm going to write the plot summary. I thought it was only fair. It, it is only fair. And also, I mean, you're way better at it than I am. So I, I'm i not. You just have the harder it, books. <laughs> Not un- untrue, but I mean, I- I'm trying. I'm I'm striving for Karen level greatness. But I also I'm, feel like I'm glad you're doing this one. I really appreciate that compliment. I think it's unfounded, but you know, also in thinking about this, I will in that episode. I would like to share with you part of my reasoning for my ghost terror. I had a ghostly mm. encounter in college, and I will tell you all I'm about so it. I was I already had that like in my brain to ask you. I'm like. Not, not even necessarily thinking it was tied to your extreme terror of ghosts, but like, what's your what's your personal ghost story? Like, everybody kind of has one, right? So, yay, save it, save it. I will. I do have one, and I uh, I will share it with this yay. with this group because I want you to know why I'm being such a baby about this book. <laughs> I I don't think you're being a baby. I mean, I I get it. I mean, everybody has stuff that they're kind of freaked out about. I the, I don't know why the ghost thing doesn't freak me out more, but. I love that it freaks you out because, as I said, I am an older sister and a Leo, so cruel. you are set up to fail with me. <laughs> love it. Love it. Sorry. Uh, uh, well, I mean, no no mystery. Like, heh, puns. Um, <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> womp womp. Um, we're going to keep going and do Nancy Drew and the Secret at Shadow Ranch, which, oh. yeah, has has a horse on the cover. So. I, you know how I was telling you about the people that love the Nancy Drew PC games? Yeah. This seems to be one of the most beloved of the games. I feel like oh, I've really? seen a lot about it and people have a lot of swag that they've made for it. So I'm excited to read it. That's awesome. I'm I'm excited to read it too. I, I, I don't remember anything about any of these books. So, you know, no. hey, it's all going to be brand new. But I love the title of this one. I think Shadow Ranch is like such a good name just in general i'm like ooh, it's mysterious and i wonder what the secret's gonna be and you know does that horse have a mysterious like burr under its saddle and i don't know i'm just i can't wait it'll be well fun. 
Funny you should say that because this batch of books seems to follow a very similar naming convention because the book after that is called Nancy Drew and the Secret of Redgate Farm. (laughs) Yes, and I feel like perhaps... So unlike Redgate Farm, I'm like, why is it called Shadow Ranch? I mean, like, does the mountain cast a shadow over it every day from two in the morning until... Well, that would be impossible, but you know what I'm saying. Like, (laughs) a long shadow? Or is there, like... A shadow of despair. A shadow of despair was was the first horse on the ranch named Shadow. Ooh. Um, You know, is that, was like, they're a ranch hand who died mysteriously in 1927 named Shadow? I mean, I don't know. What could it be? The shadow of the upcoming world war looming over them. Ooh, oh, maybe it's a metaphor. <laughs> I'm getting deep. I want some history. <laughs> we shall see, shan't we? <laughs> we shall. We shall. I suspect we shan't, actually. I suspect that I think, is not. I think you're correct. Although, yes. Kelly, Jim, the oil baron that Helen's engaged to, is a mysterious figure that lives overseas. We don't know where. We don't know what he's up to. I don't... I Maybe he's a spy. Maybe he's CIA. I would be so here for that. <laughs> so my point was, unlike The Secret at Shadow Ranch, where there's like some mystery in the naming convention, then we've got The Secret of Redgate Farm. And I suspect that there is just simply a red gate somewhere on that farm. But what does it mean, Kelly? I think it means that they had a bucket of red paint after they painted the barn. <laughs> it's what was lying around. <laughs> right. So I'm I'm nervous that like Shadow Ranch is going to be more, you know, hidden staircase bungalow mystery style. And then Redgate Farm is going to be like a hard backslide right into the old clock. And I well, just don't think I can stand that kind of trauma. You know what, though? What? You have something amazing to look forward to right after that book. I know. Tell me all about it. I know you're excited about this one. I'm so excited. So after our next three Nancys, we will be doing our next Super Sleuth episode. So we just did the Westing game, which Kelly picked, and it was awesome. And I got to choose the next Super Sleuth book, and I picked From the Mixed Up Files of Mrs. Basil E. Frankweiler, which is by E.L. Konigsberg. Woohoo! And Kelly's I, I got, never read it. I got my it. copy. I've never you got read it? it. I yeah, I got I got my copy. I found one like a used copy. Oh, so I love yeah, it. I'm ready. I haven't started it yet. I'm waiting, but yes, I have my copy. I'm prepared. I'm gonna go get a copy tomorrow. So tomorrow is, as I've been telling you, I like to talk about this. Tomorrow's Independent Bookstore Day, so it mm-hmm. is a perfect day to go spend dollars at your local store to show them your love and help them stay open and i'm gonna trot down there in the morning and pick up basilie frankweiler that is a, it's such a hard nice. book title to say <laughs> one fell swoop and one fell true well because i mean i just keep calling it mrs basilie frankweiler but there's like 75 more syllables before her name so it's true um also i would be remiss if i didn't say this um for independent bookstore day if you spend which just because this may might post late what day is independent bookstore day independent bookstore day is saturday april 24th it is happening all over the united states everyone will be participating doesn't matter where you live go go uh you know in person if you're comfortable or able or shop online at their store um, and if you spend $15 or more there, you can actually get a free audiobook through Libro FM, which is pretty sweet. Um, so nice little incentive to do that. 
That's very cool. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Well, I will. I will do that because Hooray. I like. I like a book. I know I, that's surprising. <laughs> I like a book as well, and also spending money at bookstores. It is. I do. I I like a, a problem. book, and I I like bookstores. So I would like for them to you know be around, continue to exist. Yes, I agree. So, with that in mind, I mean, if any of our listeners have taken on the homework challenge, decided to read these four books with us this month, um, and they're having trouble finding them, do you have any recommendations on what to do, where to go, who to call? I do have a great recommendation. So, there's a web a website. <laughs> there's a website <laughs> called bookstorelink.com. And I don't even know that one. It's awesome. And it's actually made by Libro FM, which transparently I work at Libro FM. I love this company so much. It is the mm-hmm. absolute best. So I, I should I should no, it's, caveat it's with that. Cool. <laughs> it's um, it's super cool. And I mean I do not work for Libro FM, but I I mean there it's it's really cool. Like I mean, from what I understand about it, Libro FM is audiobooks that is a non A word source to get them and they're they do a revenue share with independent bookstores that was perfectly stated yes we sell audiobooks and when you purchase them through us you actually get to select which bookstore you would like to support and part of every single purchase that you make will be given directly to that bookstore um so we are helping the community stores stay alive um but we also made a website that is awesome called bookstore link and if you prefer hard copy books and, you know, prefer reading to audio, you can search for the book through Bookstore Link and type in the name of the local bookstore you would like to get it from. And it just really simplifies the process of getting the book from your preferred store. Um, nice. So, uh, again, great alternative to other online shopping experiences. Cool. Well, thank you. And uh, I will shop local tomorrow. So. I, I wouldn't have known I wouldn't have known that if you hadn't said that right now. So Oh my gosh. My pleasure. <laughs> I think that concludes reading list number two assignments. And hey, we're super excited you're listening. Thank you so much. And Yes, thank you. If you're listening and enjoying this, we would really appreciate it if you would just take a couple of minutes, rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps us out. And if you have somebody that you think would enjoy this, please let them know about us. Um and let us know what you'd like for us to discuss next. I mean, we're kind of figured out through this next month uh, with Nancy and Mrs. Basley Frankweiler. But if you have suggestions on like YA teen sleuth mysteries, which is kind of what we're focusing on, uh, shoot us an email, shoot, you know, drop us a note, whatever. Um, We're on Instagram at it's a clue podcast and on the web at it's a clue.com. Or you can contact us directly at it's a clue podcast at gmail.com. Thanks Kelly. You're welcome, Karen. Well, friends, I think that is all for now. Uh, we will see you soon for Nancy Drew and the Mystery at Lilac Inn. And with that, happy sleuthing! It's a Clue is hosted by Kelly Biscopink and Karen Farmer. Our logo is designed by Courtney Kyle. You can find her on social media at I am Courtney Kyle. The It's a Clue theme song was written and recorded by Danny W. You can find her on Facebook at Danny W Music. Audio engineering is graciously done by our friend Mark Goodlow. <laughs>